Hey, lovers, my loves, my what the fuckery lovers. Hi. <laughs> so, do you remember how on episode 26 um, with Tantra Sex with Barney's body, Barney the purple dinosaur? Um, I asked him in the middle of it all if he can produce one of his clients. One of his goddesses, because as we know, what the fuckery is about hearing firsthand from the people, right? And he did. I actually had uh, three options. One woman was in Mexico. I wasn't willing to travel that far. (laughs) So I opted for the one who lives in Hollywood. And she referred to herself as, get this, goddess T, and she is a yoni-licious. Now, her words. (laughs) I had no way of finding out for myself, not exactly interested in knowing for sure, but um, I interviewed her. Now, I have to confess, I have biased. In my mind, I couldn't help, and probably most of you were guilty of it too, and if you weren't, congratulations. In my mind, I had an idea of what she would probably look like. I had expectations, and I must say, when she opened the door, as you know, I bring my um, my equipment to my interviewees, and it's just part of the work I put in for you guys, and that's why I need your support and your love always to keep going. At any rate, I open this door, and the one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen is, is there, and she's goddess T. Not her real name, obviously. Um... And I and I just I had to ask her why and her explanations and her reasons and all of that were, my goodness, so interesting. Um, the kind of fuckeries people get into. It's just out of this world. Anyway, lovers, that interview is available as exclusive content for Patreon supporters. So... If you are interested uh, in hearing more, and there will be more exclusive content created just for the Patreon supporters, head on over to patreon.com forward slash what the fuckery one word, or you can just search what the fuckery podcast. And uh, that that's available for you to hear. It's only about 26 minutes long. And um, yeah, let's just say you won't regret it. <laughs> now without, for, oh, one more thing. Oh, goodness. You guys. You guys, my loves, we have merch now. Yes, I can't believe I was going to forget that. I've got merch. You've got merch. Now, if you are a Patreon supporter, uh, certain tiers will allow you to, you will receive uh, merchandising automatically, like, you know, bags and um, traveling mugs. Oh, a very cool traveling mug that's kind of futuristic in look is there. Um, But in the merchandising, you can get iPhone cases, Samsung cases, and all these awesome colors. And it says, what the fuckery. And I like to say, if you can't say it, you can just point at your phone. And uh, that would explain so much to people if you're in public and you can't say what you mean to say. Mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, Um, just fuckeries everywhere. And now, without further ado, before we go into the program, I want to say thank you all. Um, And I wish you and your family the loveliest and healthiest of holidays. And whether you listen to this episode a year from now, um, 10 years from now, or right now, it doesn't matter. No matter when you're listening to this, I want you to remind yourselves that I am grateful, grateful that you have given me this platform where 
I get to share what I am curious about with you. And actually, would love to hear from you guys about, especially about that episode on Tantra. Like, did you believe everything? What is your take? Like, seriously. Um, the Anchor app, you can just hit that voice recorder memo and talk to me. The Anchor app is free. Send me an email, whatthefuckery at gmail.com. There are myriads of ways where you can keep in touch and let me know what's up. And uh, okay, here we go. Is wealth readily available for anyone to anyone? And can anyone be wealthy? What is your definition of wealth? And more importantly, does one need a specific mindset and skills to become just that? What the fuckery is wealth consciousness? Well, we're about to find out. I'm Nadej August, your host. If this is your first time, welcome. And here's what you can expect. What the Fockery is a podcast about the things we hear about but don't know enough about. A series of conversations dedicated from hearing firsthand from the very people whose lifestyle, truths, or concepts we struggle with understanding. The very things we need to know about but are afraid to discuss. Now, our subjects and topics may or may not be mainstream, but our guest and sometimes expert are in it, living their truth, whether we <laughs> like him or not. And if in that process we manage to bring clarity to you, dear listener, then thank you for being open, curious, and willing. In that vent today, my guest is a man who promises that he can help you or I or a willing body to manifest a wealth consciousness in 92 days or less. His name is Tyrone Jackson, the wealthyinvestor.net. You are a brand. You are also an individual, a machine, one who teaches people how to manifest wealth in 92 days or less, but it's, it's a wealth consciousness. What is a wealth consciousness? How is that different from a mindset or are these interchangeable terms? Well, first of all, thank you for having me today. Like, what a treat it is to be with you. And that opening sounds really impressive. So I hope I'm good. I think I think you're going to be just fine. Okay. Thank you for for joining me. Yeah. Yeah. Truly my I'd pleasure. like to jump right in. Yeah, let's get there. Let's yeah. get there. Let's do this. Okay, so a wealth consciousness is a way of seeing the world so that money flows to you in a continuous nature. And it's actually a cooperative with the universe rather than just being an academic pursuit. Question. The concept of universe tends mm -hmm. to be off-putting for some. Yes. Um, how would you explain that? You know, I mean, I'm glad we're not using the word God, so right. to speak. Mm -hmm. But it is one of these terms that's sort of um, uh, ephemeral. Yeah. And that it isn't tangible. Yes. So the universe refers to all of the stuff outside of our physical being, if I were going to simplify it. 
and our thoughts interact with all that is outside of our physical being, right? So there's no shortage of anything in the universe to sustain life, to sustain human life, animal life, plant life, right? So that means there's no shortage or lack of money. It is really our belief systems about money that really determine how much money we actually earn in our lives. So in my program, in the Wealthy Investor Program, I help people shift their consciousness so they can earn more money than they've ever expected and help other people in the world. I feel that as a society, or just I think it's probably global, we are taught that we earn money by working a job. Yes, by being salaried, yes. having a, an hourly rate. Yes. And you're saying that with a consciousness shift, mm-hmm. one no longer operates that way? Or is it that you will earn a higher hourly rate or a salary? It's not even about hourly rate. You will earn millions if you shift your consciousness. And you raise a good point because here's how it goes. Most of us are taught to trade time for dollars, Right. But the problem is you go to work, you put in your time, you get a paycheck. The problem is you only have but so much time in a week. Therefore, your earning potential is limited by the amount of time. Hmm. So when you shift your consciousness and you start seeking ways to make money where time is not a limit or a factor, then you have unlimited potential. You've tapped into that unlimited potential. And this is the reason why the wealthier get wealthy, the middle class stay middle class, and broke people stay broke people, right? Stay broke. And the reason that everybody kind of stays in their lane is because no one ever encourages them to think... Outside the box. Correct. To think in terms of residual income. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. So we're all going to... You and I are going to spend our time doing something in the next 92 days. We're either going to be working or creating residual income, right? But when I set my sights on creating residual income, residual income will follow, and then I will determine how much of it actually manifests in the world. I being the person who has set the intention to, in 92 days or less, to have developed more of a wealthy consciousness. Correct. Because if we want to have more wealth, not just money to pay the bills, we have to shift how we think about money. And we have to develop a new set of expectations about money coming to us. And once we have that flow, the universe says, oh, this is what you want, provides that flow, and then we can help other people. Okay. So to be more practical and pragmatic, mm-hmm. when you think of, of wealth, does one need to have a modicum of financial literacy in order to even go there? Okay. This is, first of all, that's a great question. Thank you. Uh, second of all, um, more than literacy, you need desire, right? So this whole idea that educated people make more money, that's not true at all. I mean, <laughs> right? look at like college professors are broke, right? Exactly. Uh, and some people describe job as just above broke, right? So it's not whether you have a PhD. Hang on, just above broke. That's yeah. the acronym for sort of job. Yes. Just uh, right. no. that's, that's, that's a jab. Okay. That's why the system doesn't work, right? So if you have a high-paying job, it doesn't mean that you are rich, right? Because you can have a high-paying job and more expenses. So education isn't the determining factor, but heartfelt desire is. 
everything you want in the universe or out of this experience of life is ultimately connected to your desire, what you really desire and what your heart and soul desires most. And you give that time and attention. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to have more of that. Where attention grows, you know, attention grows. That right? is correct. So so if you're one of these people who's constantly complaining about there not being enough, there will never be enough for you. But if you're one of those people who says, I need to change, I'd like to change, I'd like to have more free-flowing cash coming to me, just that desire alone is a great first step, and it will put you on the path to having more. So desire alone is a start, but it's not all that you need. No, but it's the easiest thing in the world. It has to start with that, and it has to be truthful. Because many people don't want to be broke, which I'm phrasing it in that very way. Yeah. Because universe only hears wants to be broke, right? Yes. So what do we tell people who feel that or think that they believe that they deserve, that they want to be wealthy? Yes. But somehow can't seem to manifest it. Okay. Everyone can manifest it. That's the truth. Everyone can. So what most people have to do is decide what wealth means to them. Ah. Right? Because your brain is a computer, and when you give it the right information, it'll fill in the gaps. So for some people, wealthy is having $10,000 a month and not having to leave home. And that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. If that's what they want. If that's your desire, the universe will support you in that. For other people, they would say, no, 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 I need $75,000 a month after taxes and if I want a nice home, and that would be wealth. And someone else would go, no, 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 no. I need half a million dollars a month in order for me to really feel that I am wealthy and I have more than what I need. Because wealth, in financial terms, just means having more than what you need. So once you pay your bills, how much do you have left over? That's wealth. For some people, they only have $1,500 left over after they pay all their bills. They have $1,500 worth of Wealth. Some people have $15,000 left over after they pay all their bills. They have $15,000 worth of wealth. On and on and on and on. Now, what we do with that excess is the next step. And what we would do, that's where the maybe financial literacy would kick in because we would know how to invest it wisely, I'm guessing. Yes. Or or, creating more residual income. Correct. And put it in financial terms, how much money in your life is actually working for you? We know that people work for money, but the question is, how much does money actually work for you? So for example, to make it personal, right? right? When I grew up, I was raised by a single mom who told me that, listen to this programming around money. She said, life is going to be hard when you get out there. You'll see it's going to be really, really difficult. So what did I internalize? Life, hard, difficult, right? She goes, you think it's going to be easy to make money when you get out there? No way. Once you pay all your bills, you'll see you'll have nothing left over. Programming, nothing left over, right? Now, for whatever reason, my heart, my soul always desired wealth. Not because it made me a better person. You just knew there was better. It was just, we were in America. There was a way to do that. And how I spent my time, I'm going to choose my time working or wealth creating, right? So what did I do? I started reading books on wealth creation. I took my allowance back in those days. I hate to say that, but uh, you would go to a bookstore and for $7, you'd be learning about how a mutual fund worked or how real estate worked or anything that created residual income. So that's what I did. 
I'm sorry to interrupt, but please, we absolutely have to get back to that to your personal story sure. because not only is it compelling, but it's also proof that mm-hmm. anyone it can happen for anyone. Yes, but I I feel like we need to assume that most of my listeners may not know what you mean by residual income. Okay. Would you define that for us, please? Sure. Residual income is income that comes in because you set something in motion maybe once or twice, and then basically checks show up. So like if you wrote a book, that's a royalty. That is technically a f- kind of residual. Correct. There are ways to write books, distribute them on Amazon, and get thousands of dollars in publishing royalty. Well, see, so you just threw it <laughs> very right. specifically what can do. And I was saying, suggesting a book. What are some other forms of... There are a lot of ways to create residual income. I don't want to get too far no, away we're from not the consciousness to. first, right? Right, we're going to Because a lot that. of people skip the consciousness and they go, I'll do this, and then it doesn't work out. And then they go, see... That doesn't work out. That's right. because the mindset was not right first. There you go. Okay. So, so you're not going to be able to hold the wealth that comes in if you didn't have your consciousness together and fully intact. Got it. So now let's get back to your programming and how you broke from it. Yes. Because uh, one of the things that I realized was nobody in my neighborhood was happy, right? What, <laughs> so, what was your neighborhood? Uh, I grew up in a federally subsidized housing in New York City where the government paid half of our rent and then my mother worked for the other half. And when I got older, I contributed to that, right? So um, when everyone is doing it, it looks like it's real and it looks like it's the only path. Right, it's normal. And I was like, this can't be normal because I could turn on my TV and I would see these shows like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous and I would read magazines like Forbes when the you know the one Forbes 500 came out or 100 came out at the end of the year and I'm looking at people making billions of dollars and I'm like okay how do I get to where they are or at least start that process because see what I'm living is real but these what these millionaires and billionaires that's also real So when you shift your consciousness, you realize that you can change your ideas about reality. You can create a whole new reality. But if you start taking your cues from the people around you, um, you may be taking limited cues. So when you have small cues, when you have small ideas about money, we refer to that as money, limited money beliefs. And people who have limited money beliefs hang out with other people who have what? Limited. Limited money belief. So that seems like that that is real. And it is real. But you have the power to change that uh, from limited beliefs to expansive beliefs to unlimited beliefs. And I don't teach people that money is the answer to everything because it's not. But you're going to take a journey in this lifetime and you could either do it broke, middle class, or very wealthy. Now you get to choose which one you want to, which path you want to take. So... How did you, mm-hmm. very specifically, because mm-hmm. your parent leaves such an imprint on you. Correct. That is, we can't negotiate that. Right. Right? Right. Uh, how do you just take that erase re- eraser thing and mm-hmm. just go delete, 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 and then dump in some new information? Okay, this is going to sound weird to a lot of people. I assume my mother was wrong because she was never happy. She wasn't happy going to work and having to work overtime. I'm like, well, you can't be right about everything. Right. Because if you were really right about like what was out there potentially financially, you'd have a different life, not only just for us, but for you. Right. So I had to assume that my mother didn't know everything. And what what programming was she operating on? The limited money beliefs that her parents passed, passed on, on to, to her. her. Right. Again, and this is why I say the rich get richer and the broke stay broke, because everybody generationally 
if you're in the lower socioeconomic realm, keeps passing on these small beliefs. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Right. So yeah. you're passing them on generation after generation. And it's not just financially. It's with everything. Totally. It's our beliefs about love, about totally. friendships, yep. about just about everything, faith and something beyond ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> or if, you know, if faith, you know, religion gets really interesting because it can program you for uh, lack. As well. Right. Because mm -hmm. like great things will happen when, when you you're together, dead. Right. Yeah. But, but great things can actually happen here. So... Um, in my case, what I had to do was assume that my mother didn't have that right. She was still a great cook. She was still a great person. She still had a caring heart. But maybe when it came to this money thing, maybe that was, was a lesson was that she didn't get. So, so that opened up my why. Like, well, then how could this happen? How did I get in this situation? How was I born into this life? And I was so attracted to nicer uh, things, nicer things in life. And I had friends who had nicer things. I was like, I want to live like this. When I was in high school, I went to visit a friend for the weekend and we hung out with all of his wealthy friends. And this is so funny. Uh, on that weekend, we went over to another guy's house. It was a huge estate. His father was on the board of directors at Exxon Mobil. Hmm. Now I'm 17, okay? All I know is I walked into that house and I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to have this. Right. Right. But I didn't know how it was going to happen. But, but now, you felt like you belonged. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's important. I, I shouldn't be struggling. We shouldn't be struggling. They have more than enough food. They have nice cars and clothes. Like, I'd like to have that. You know, that there, that's a soul resonance. Correct. It kind of leapt out of you and said, I'm home. That is correct. Because your soul really knows best. If we learn to tune in, and that's where meditation comes in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, but, you, you meditate too, Tyrone? Well, I meditate and visualize every night. Nice. Yeah, and that's like going to the gym. It's like a muscle. The more you work that muscle, the faster things happen. So would that be part of the 92 days or less manifestation? Yes. It's First of all, of you have to get in touch with what your true desires are. Not just things, but how would you like to live? Would you like to take a... Uh, some people go, oh, man, if I could take a great vacation every single year. What if you could take four great vacations, right? And it was all paid for. What if you could take four great vacations and they were all tax deductible? That's a whole nother story, right? Um, and then what if while you were on vacation, you were giving away money and helping other people at the same time and relaxing and rejuvenating yourself so you could be of service to the world, Right. Mm -hmm. So we see people who play this out all the time. Tony Robbins, great guy who spreads his message, but he's not doing seminars every weekend because he's doing other work. There's a woman, I don't know if you've ever heard of her name, Oprah Winfrey. No. Yeah. Have you? She's going to be big, I'm telling you. <laughs> any minute now, <laughs> any minute now, she's going to strike it. <laughs> exactly. This is, this is a woman who uses television and money and charities to change the world. First right. African-American female billionaire, right? So, you know, all great people look for ways to be of service to other people. And they can manifest huge sums of money at the same time. But it's not just them. Anybody listening to the show can do the same thing. Yeah, you need not be famous and be wealthy, right? No. That's not the only path to wealth. Correct. People assume that that's what it is. Yeah. And or that as soon as you get there... You will be famous as a result, and they, they don't want the, the, the fame. Well, I know a lot of uh, uh, broke famous people, let's put it that way. So fame and wealth are not the same. But we have to disconnect these ideas and right. these associations and then look into ourselves and decide what it is we want out of this life experience because we're creating it all the time.
there's always someone listening and they say, well, I, you know, I, I, why would I create this, you know, set of circumstances? Miserable life, yeah. I don't know. But I know that one way to look at it is so you learn how to uncreate this circumstance and replace it with the one that feels more right for your heart and your soul. How can we address fear? I feel that fear is at the root of a lot. I'm going to be completely honest, full disclosure. As I'm listening to you, I recognize that I'm very kinesthetic, so I'm very aware of sensations. And I am feeling there's a little of that, what I've labeled a sensation, I call it fear, happening. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a little burbling. And I don't know if it's because um, this topic is uncomfortable, because most people don't like talking about money, or if it's because I am yearning to break from where I am myself, and there's a little bit of perhaps resistance showing up. So I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only person who experiences this. Hearing people like you, such as yourself, and what you're sharing with us does elicit those types of sensations or emotions or feelings. How can I slay that dragon? Because wealth is the unknown. And it's natural and normal to be afraid of anything that you don't know. If you're going to expand your consciousness and you're going to begin to attract more of what you say you really want, that is scary, <laughs> right? Because it's unfamiliar, right? So the question is, in order to manifest if like money and financial security and happiness is your thing, you're going to have to change. There is no way you can manifest $15,000 a month effortlessly without you having to change inside. And as long as you've been on this planet, there are some principles, like everyone else, that you probably hold true that you're going to have to give up in order to move on. And that's called growth. So all growth is sensational, if you want to use that terminology. It's all terrifying because you have to step outside of your comfort zone and you're going to have to leave some people behind. You don't have to stop loving them, but you may have to limit your exposure to them because those people are still affecting your consciousness. They're still affecting what you believe to be true. Right? I have a theory about that, too. Okay. I mean, you know, um, whenever you shift, mm -hmm. sometimes the work is done for you. These mm -hmm. people just naturally fall out of your life. They just disappear. Yes. So the work gets done for you. Yes. But I also understand what you mean. If it's especially if it's a familial bound, yep. bind, right? Mm -hmm. It may be hard to walk away from the tribe that raised you. Mm -hmm. And how dare you want more, be more, do more? Yeah. So for a lot of people, when they're in that set of circumstances, it feels like betrayal. But in order for you to be yourself, your right size self, you're going to have to give up something to move on. And remember, just because it's a feeling doesn't mean it's true. Feelings aren't always facts, right? That's okay. true. Okay, so that doesn't mean that that's true. It's just what you're experiencing. So what you may want to do is just... Or I could just be cold. I should just put my jacket back on. Correct. You could do that too. <laughs> but, kidding. you know, in order to grow, we have to be observers of ourselves. Like, this is what I'm feeling. I know that. But yes, I'm willing to have the courage to move Self -awareness. on. Self-awareness. Correct. So I know that a lot of people are going to go, yeah, well, you're talking all these theories. Well, what do I do? Well, the first thing, if you really want to get in touch with what your true desire is, is stillness. Pick some point during the day and be still 
and think about what you really desire in your life, a quiet place, a quiet time, even if it's 15 minutes during the day at some point where you can be still and get in touch with what it is that you want. All these things are free, by the way. That will help you when you get in touch with what it is that you say you want. The next step is to write it down, right? I want to have a nicer car. I want to have a nicer apartment. Um, I want to be able to go to dinner as many times as I'd like. You know, you generally start with something small. And tangible and concrete and fairly easily to attain because everyone's had a car. Correct. So just calling it a nicer car, a better car is, you know. Right. Yeah, it's possible. And just be willing for that to happen in your life. You don't have to know how it's going to happen, how you're going to get this nicer car, nicer relationship, nicer life. You don't have to know that. You just have to be in touch with what you feel you'd like. Now, and this is how manifestation begins. And now the other part is you cannot say what you don't like (laughs) because that's what you will pull to you. I don't like struggling. I hear a lot of people going, I don't like credit card debt. I don't want any credit card debt. Well, when you keep saying, I don't want, that's what you're pulling more to you. It's what your consciousness is pulling in, more of what you don't want. So I say, if you don't want any more credit card debt, then why don't you ask for wealth, right? Instead of like, I want to pay off my student loans and get out of debt. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's not wealth. Wealth is I don't want to ha- I want to be debt free and have a stream that is $15,000 a month. Does that make very sense? Very specific. It sounds very specific. So yeah, a lot your of request people, has to be very clear is what it is. Yeah, because a lot of people in their stillness, they call in experiences that they don't want. I don't want this as opposed to I'd like to have a soul satisfying relationship. I keep going back to relationships because that's what this, you want, Tyra. Well, it's all the same thing, right? Sometimes True. people don't hear it around money. Sometimes they hear it more around. Well, love. listen, your money and you have a have a relationship. Like yes. I have a relationship with money. Money is a thing. Yes, it really is. Yes. it's an energy. Yes, it is. Therefore, it's it's a relationship. It's there how you do go. you dance with it? That is correct. How do you talk to it? That do is you correct. kiss it? Do you love it? Do you want it? That is correct. Do yeah. you accept that? Like you could actually be that happy on a daily basis. So in your still moments, you have to have the awareness of what you want, not what you don't want. You want to stay focused on what it is that you do want in your life. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. May I just say one other thing? Please. And what happens is when you start to get the things that you really want, life gets exciting. Every day gets exciting because every day you're co-creating with the universe. Mm-hmm. So if you could wake up every day and be like, oh, my God, what would I like to improve on today? What would I like to have more of? Um, then that's where your day is going to go. So it's harder to sleep because you're excited. Right. You know, it's interesting because in this may be slightly advanced. Because I, we just talked about how uh, money and the individual are in a partnership, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. There are certain patterns that people detect as well. I'll give you an example. And I, I, I know my brother doesn't listen, so I don't mind. He doesn't mind that I'm sharing this. He is someone who can overnight make millions. Yes. And just as soon lose it. Okay. And he's a comeback king. Yeah. He'll make it again. Mm-hmm. But then he'll somehow not hold on to it no right. matter what. Right. And for me, mm-hmm. as his baby sister watching that, 
I think for me, there may have been the lesson for me was like, whoa, just be careful. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to ever have that much to lose. Right. Isn't that interesting? How even, like, you don't think that your siblings affect you, Mm -hmm. but I figured out that watching him has caused me to say, whoa, maybe the trick is to never have that much because I'll, just like him, I'll lose it. Right. Isn't that backwards thinking? When I'm the most responsible of the two of us, and chances are I would not only hang on to it, I'd make it grow, but somehow I've blocked that because I'm like, well, I don't want to be him. Yes, and I would say that's tuning into him. It's not tuning into you because there are people who love that. They love losing it and the making thrill. it back. Yeah, there some people. He's are addicted, addicted to it. it. Right. Some yeah, he's like a junkie, it. probably. Like I see people start million dollar businesses and then they sell it and they're like, "I'm looking for the next thing," right? Because it's like been there, done that. Where's my next thrill? Where's the next hit? Where's the next? For some people, is where, where's the next skill set I have to learn? You know, to grow this frozen food business like they're into the process right Mm -hmm. so so when when i'm around people like that that's their life that's That's like gambling a little bit isn't it for some of them Mm -hmm. for some of them they just get absorb things very quickly and it depends on the person but that's not my trip that's not my journey so i could take note of their journey but i don't have to become them and i don't have to fear that i'm going to be them because i am on the tyrone jackson track not so you're very clear about who you are. Oh yeah. And what you want. Yes. And you go for it. Yes. I I would that's not a bad place to start either, huh? Yeah, and I go for it without delay. I de- I pretend that the universe is totally on my side and wants me to have it. You know, that's that's almost enviable, but I actually admire it instead. You seem so confident mm-hmm. in getting what you that which you seek. Mhm. It's just so easy for you. But anybody it's effortless. can do it. You listeners, you should see this guy. He's a cool cat. I wish I had like uh, a camera recording this. Like you would see just how he's as cool as a cucumber. He's like, yeah, sure, of course I'll get that. Yeah. The universe is on my side. Totally. I want to walk that way yeah. through life, Tyrone. Are you going and you, to and you teach can. me? And you can. Listeners, in ninety-two days or less. <laughs> <laughs> when does the clock start, Tyrone? Does it's, it start right now? It starts when you want it to start. Oh, my goodness. So can it start yesterday, even though we didn't have this conversation No, yet? we need to start from the now. Oh, you yeah. starting from the yeah, now. Yeah, we should start from the now. That's I think place. I'm going to uh, donate myself to mm-hmm. science, also um, specifically Tyrone Jackson's program here. Yeah. Uh, so shall we delve into more specifics about, is it a program that you have that in 92 days or less, right. one can develop a wealth consciousness. Yeah. Where can I find that? Okay, so the modality that I use to manifest wealth is the stock market. Some people do it through real estate. I don't like real estate. I tried real estate. It's not for me. Um, uh, some people do it through multi-level marketing. I've seen people do it through multi-level marketing. And some people do it through the internet, Instagram, selling things on Instagram, right? There, there's no limit to the modalities that you use. But what I teach people how to do is to manifest this wealth in the stock market, how to buy shares, let them increase in value, and how to generate weekly or monthly income from the stock market. That is the modality that I choose. So people go, well, how do you get started in the stock market? Well, if you have $500, you go online to E-Trade or TD Ameritrade, and you open an account. Well, now what am I going to do? Well, you can sashay on over to thewealthyinvestor.net, download, watch this, a free ebook on the stock market and the methodology that I, totally free, and the methodology that I use. Now, obviously, I'm going to send you some emails showing you some examples of stocks that have gone up, 
And then you decide if you want to follow that advice and participate. And so one of my favorite stocks to talk about, if we're going to talk about the stock market as a modality, is Apple. Everybody has an iPhone, right? Right. How much do you pay for that iPhone? People go, I don't have any money to put in the stock market. Yeah, but you paid $700 for an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And you don't own any Apple stock. You're paying into the company. If you've ever been to Disney or Disney World, Disney stock has gone up 100% in the last five years. And you didn't own one share. Or Netflix. Or Netflix is Hello. another example, mm-hmm. right? So... Um, once I help you with your consciousness, I help you see the, the opportunities that's available in the stock market because we live in a technological world that's not going backwards. It's, it's only going forward. forward. So why don't you participate in that world? And you notice that the people who are billionaires in our societies, they're not flipping houses for the weekend. Right. <laughs> Bill Gates is not flipping houses. Right. <laughs> but he's making billions of dollars. His net worth is constantly increasing because the amount of shares that he owns is constantly rising. Wow. Right. So that's the modality that I favor. You know, and and, and as you're saying this, it it strikes me as it's almost it's intuitive in a way. Why not buy things that you already invest in? Correct. Right. It makes perfect sense. You're using the product or service. Yeah. But yet you're not benefiting from the billions of dollars flowing into the companies. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You don't need a lot of money to get started, but you do need the desire to get a financial education. And that's where what you do comes in. The wealthyinvestor.net is where you can go and start getting that literacy. Correct. But for people who like real estate, you find a real estate coach. Yeah. You're not saying your way is the only way. Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. It's just the way that I fell in love with because I can buy and sell stocks and make thousands of dollars a day or a week from anywhere in the world as long as I have an internet connection. I was just about to ask you, how much time do you devote to that on a daily? This is the thing when you're doing something that's in line with your soul, there's no time. Really, in the universe, there's no such thing as time. So it's easy to get lost in things like research and discussions. and Because you're passionate. Well, you're connected to it. And so I don't really track time. But I guess since I teach, if I had to assign an uh, amount of time, I guess maybe I put in collectively maybe three hours a week. Maybe. Uh, but I have my favorite stocks and my favorite stories and... They've all done well. They'll continue to do well. And in the stock market, one of the things that I love is stock can only do one of three things. Go up, go down, or stay the same. Go up, go down, or stay the same. So if I know how to make money when it goes up, holding the shares. When it stays the same, we call that neutral. When it goes down, we call that a pullback. Well, there are ways to make money in each one of those conditions, and you just employ the right strategies. So that's one modality. That's one modality. And that's one you teach. Yes. Just as a broad stroke, mm-hmm. since we are talking about wealth consciousness, mm-hmm. uh, where do you stand on you know um, mutual funds or funds or retirement um, Roth IRAs or IRAs for that matter? Well, uh, an IRA is just an account where you're going to put money away so that when you get old, you don't have to eat cat food. That's right. the way I describe it. Right. And the money is basically invested in stocks and someone else is managing that for you. Correct. You're just basically saying you pick them as part of this mutual fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, you urge people to have one of those or not? Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on what they want. I mean, sometimes I'm teaching people. I teach live events in L.A. and New York, and then I have a whole online thing, which people love. And it depends on people's desire. Right. If you're five years of, of uh, away from retirement, like don't take a lot of risk. Just stay with stocks that are members of, for example, the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Right. If you're younger in 
like I know some people who start an Instagram business. By the way, Instagram, you can make so much money on Instagram, <laughs> residual income, right? I fell in love with Instagram over the last six months. I was like, I love Instagram. Um, uh, some people start an Instagram business and they take the money from their Instagram business as an affiliate, the money they make off of affiliate products, and they put that in the stock market. So they've got residual income, earning income on top of residual income. It's all about what you desire, right? So there's no limit or lack. It's just what's in your head and what you've been taught. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. Listeners, yeah. how fortunate are we to have such an illustrious guest? Oh, jeez. Yes, we do. Yeah. I know. I'm thrilled. Well, thank you. Are oh, you thrilled to be here with me? I'm always thrilled. And I just want to say this other the other thing, because I'm divorced and I have two daughters, right? And I always teach my daughter a man. He's available? Is that what you I am. I'm, I'm, Is I'm this available. a plug? Uh, well, it's more about my daughters than about me <laughs> oh, personally. sorry. But I will say this. I teach my daughters that a man is not a plan. Oh. Right? So <laughs> a man is not a plan. I like that. Not for your financial life. So they've known about the stock market since they were six and seven years old. Right. Because I program them for success. I say you are going to help so many people in the world with all that money you're going to make from the stock market. Mm. And so as I'm watching them become young women in the world, their expectations about success, they're already there, especially the younger one. She's 16. And what is she doing? Uh, the, the younger one right now really loves musical theater. Uh -huh. So what's happening, she's seeing some extraordinary things. She's getting into programs that her peers aren't getting into. And I go, didn't I tell you? Because I program her to be successful. The other one, supreme confidence, right? So she just has this idea. She's going to succeed at... No matter what. Yeah, at everything. And she does, which is you <laughs> know, amazing. Here, great segue, because we're humans and we're talking here. How does it, I'm not a parent, but how, what advice would you give to a, someone who's a parent to help them share some of that or put some of that into their, their, their child? Well, the reason you want to shift your consciousness is so you don't pass on limited beliefs that were passed on to you. Like, we have to stop this business of passing on limited beliefs because we're affecting the generations to come, right? So I decided I was going to put my kids on a totally different track so not only talking you know at the dinner table like my house we have stock market sundays I have, I have multiple houses but when i'm with my kids right we have stock market sunday daddy loves to cook and then we're going to spend a portion of that meal talking about which stocks rise and don't we haven't done this in a while but i would have them pick a stock put it put the chart up on the wall the person whose stock went higher the next time they see dad got their allowance doubled right so they're like okay there's a relationship between money in the stock market. So you're rewarding them. Yes. I'm priming them. I'm mm -hmm. teaching them. I'm showing them. And then when we travel, there's a certain lifestyle that we have when we travel. So they can't go, you know, private jets aren't real. Well, they were real for you when you grew up. So they learned to that. Like That's some, normal. Some people fly in private jets, right? When we go to Vegas, we get the big suite and all that. And they, they've seen it. So I already, I always say, because I'm always modeling for them. Every parent's always modeling for their kids. So I'm like, well, you've watched dad evolve. So you can't say it's not true. So which reality do you want to choose? So which came first, the children or the wealth consciousness? The, well, geez, it's children or the wealth. <laughs> I don't know. Some, I think they may have come at the same time. No, actually, yeah. I had the wealth consciousness when I was about 14. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. yeah, it was already ingrained. So I was just you naturally curious. Yeah, yeah. and it. It led you to where you are today and all of that. Yeah. 
Because when you start searching answers, guess what? You're, you're, when you have questions, you're going to find the answers. And that's what happened to me. And it can happen to anyone. And that, that's the message of today is that if you uh, are willing to put in 92 days of stillness and write down what you say that you want and then start taking action towards that, you're going to see a difference in 92 days. Amazing. It's guaranteed. Yeah. I, I, I can see that. Well, I'm throwing myself there as a test subject, and in 92 days, I'll report back. Well, that sounds good to me. All right. <laughs> well, I, I think this was wonderful. I feel like there are, we went through various little segues, but we stayed within the theme. Yes. I certainly feel more empowered. Yes. And I thank you for that. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, I, I, I also got that a man is not a plan. Yes. Yep. Because a lot of women want to be with wealthy guys, but yet they're not internally dialed in. For wealth anyway. Right. So Chances how, are they're not going to meet a wealthy guy either. Correct. Because you're not dialed in. You don't have your desires. You're not taking the actions towards it. You can only attract yourself in another person. Other, I have a friend who goes, oh, man, when I met my wife, she feels like she felt like home. It was like I was like I was like home. Yeah, because she had the same beliefs around money and life that he had. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So they love each other. It's not my life, but they feel so familiar to each other. Right. So that's the soul connection. Correct. And most people want that. Correct. And they're, and they're in the same frequency. So, of course, they feel familiar to each other. Mm -hmm. Bravo for them. They found the love of their life, right? Right. Yeah. So for the women who are just like, I'd like to meet a really wealthy guy, you have to be about it yourself. Do you have a stock market trading account? Are you able to speak the language? Because wealth is also a language. Are you able to speak the language of the market? And if you're not, are you willing to learn? Right? Right. Right. So That's that, not a rhetorical question, is it? Uh, it could be. It's, it's, we're all choosing, right? So, so um, uh, hopefully that helps people to get unblocked because it's all about desire. Now, if they made it to the end of this show, they're really into it, right? Because right. if wealth wasn't their thing, you turn it off in the oh, first exactly, immediately. four minutes. That's not my, I don't really want to hear more about wealth consciousness. So congratulations. You made it to the end of the show. So something must be resonating for you, right? Are you saying goodbye to me right now? No, I feel I'm like you're saying, break, Are you breaking no. up with me? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought we had a thing. <laughs> I'm not saying goodbye, but this is generally yeah, the way that it works. It's like people who listen to the show this long, something is speaking to them. Right? Absolutely. So. And the best part is uh, your your links will be in the show notes, listeners, for those who have remained until the end. And I suspect most of you have, if anything, because this was probably entertaining. Um, and you can go and find Mr. Jackson. He likes to be called Tyrone Jackson. Yes. <laughs> She keeps calling me Mr. Jackson. I'm like, could you just call me Tyrone? I am for real. <laughs> but I'm not from Zamunda. I mean, I'm, just, I'm still just Tyrone. So Tyrone will do. Yeah, you can find Tyrone in all of his marvelous advice. And I feel privileged to have to say I can now call you a friend. Thank you. Oh, should I share with them what I did for you and with you last week? Or are we going to uh, wait? Let's save that for We're gonna save when that. I come back. Okay, How's that yes. for a positive? Stay tuned in, yeah. um, folks, because he and I did something really, really fun. Yes. Well, actually, I did something for his company, not... Yeah. So you won't really see him. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Okay. Oh well. Yeah. That's that. I'm not behind. You don't see me in every business on online, but yeah. Yeah. But we'll see you. Yes, we will. Yes. Thank you once again. You're welcome. <laughs>
And listeners, bye.